Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scaff, and today I want to talk about Gordon Ryan dropping out of his match with Felipe Pena. I'm just going to go from the beginning because there's actually a lot I want to talk about with this news. So let's rewind. Felipe Pena is 2-0 against Gordon Ryan. He beats him in their one-hour match at Studio 540. He taps him at, I think, the 45-minute mark. I actually just re-watched that match the other day, and, man, it was an incredible match. Felipe clearly 20, 25, 30 pounds bigger than Gordon there, but Gordon's jiu-jitsu looked incredible. He played almost exclusively from the bottom position. He got some really slick leg entries. Felipe ends up countering one of his reverse entries. He takes Gordon's back and submits him. Well, after that match... Gordon claims that he was sick and that Felipe had been difficult to work with. He had wanted to change the time, and so it was supposed to be a no time of a match, but they changed it to a one-hour match. But regardless, Felipe gets the rear naked choke and wins. And they have a rematch in the finals of the ADCC Absolute, so the biggest tournament in jiu-jitsu. The two best guys go against each other in a rematch, and Felipe used the same, uses the same movement to beat Gordon again. He counters his inside Senkaku or his reverse entry attack, and he takes the back and ends up beating Gordon 6-0. Now, you got to think from Felipe's perspective. He's won everything. He's a Gi World Champion. He's one of the biggest stars in grappling. He just wins ADCC Absolute. He beats arguably the best no-gi guy twice because Gordon was on a tear at this point, on a tear. He is beating everybody, but Felipe just had his number. And Gordon had been wanting this rematch. You know, he's 0-2, and he had been asking for this rematch for years, but Felipe, for whatever reason, uh, just declines, you know. And I can understand where Felipe's coming from. Again, he's at the top of the sport. He's thinking about that Andre Galvao match at the next ADCC. And if he beats Andre Galvao, he's he's the man. Uh, we all kind of know how that turns out, though, right? He ends up losing to Andre. Kind of gets bullied by Andre. Just gets really out physical. Um, you know, Andre comes in with a very physical style. He beats Felipe, and now that sets up Gordon Ryan because Gordon Ryan goes double golds at ADCC and just really reestablishes himself as the guy. And Gordon has claimed since their match at ADCC. So they had those two matches pretty close uh, together. I think it was within a year. And then they didn't have a match for almost five years. And Gordon claims it was because Felipe was very difficult to work with. And the matchmakers, there's been a few matchmakers come out and kind of attest to that, that either Felipe wanted too much money or just his demands were, were just too much. And it wasn't, he didn't really want this match. And then Gordon's claim that, you know, he's always trying to change the rules and he was going behind closed doors and trying to change the agreed upon thing. Regardless, we finally have this rematch before ADCC. And I wasn't a fan of this personally. I wish this match would have happened under ADCC rules. Um, I, I thought, it, you know, it, it kind of took away a little bit of the interesting storyline. To me, 
the two most interesting storylines going into this ADCC were obviously the number one being Gordon going for history and, and doing the super fight and his division. But in that division, you had Nicky Rod, who had just broke off from New Wave, who's a big rival of his now, and Felipe Pena, who's 0-2 against. And I would have loved to have seen this match take place during that bracket. It just would have made the weekend that much more special. But instead, we get a no-time-limit match, a true no-time-limit match. And Gordon has established himself as the guy that's calling the shots. Flow grappling being the biggest platform for jiu-jitsu right now. I say that hesitantly because the UFC is making a big push, and they're really trying to grab as many jiu-jitsu promotions and put them on their platform um, you know, I think I'm pretty sure that ADCC is going to be broadcast over uh, the UFC network for this next one. So Flo's losing some ground, but regardless, they are still top dog right now. And Gordon Ryan's their biggest draw. Gordon is their guy. And so Gordon's calling the shots. If he wants to headline it, who's number one event, he gets to headline it. He gets to kind of create his own rules. If he wants it to be no time limit, 30 minutes, whatever, like he, he's the man and he deserves that. He's the biggest star in the sport right now. Um, you know, he just he deserves to call his shots. Love him or hate him, the guy gets to, to call his shots. And Felipe finally agrees. And I thought it was a weird timing for Felipe to agree to this match, but he does. And he comes in like I think he felt very, very confident. But as we as most of us know, um, one of his best friends dies literally the night before, like in the early morning of this match with Gordon Ryan. Now there is a lot of talk about what actually happened. So Leandro Lowe dies, but there's a lot of, you know, different stories about how Felipe reacted, what Gordon said, how Flo handled it. In my opinion, it probably went like this. Felipe didn't want to do the match. And rightfully so, you know, grief and, and losing someone close to you affects us all differently. And I can't imagine having lost somebody that I was really close to, whether it was one of my students or, um, you know, one of my family members or one of my best friends. I mean, it would be very, very difficult for me to go out there and do a match, especially one as heated and as intense as Felipe and Gordon. You know, leading up to this, Gordon has been just trash talking nonstop and Felipe's been going back at him. You know, he did the whole baby thing and these guys have bad blood. And so Felipe doesn't want to do the match. Flo, I can see Flo coming to him like, hey, like, please, like, we need you to, we understand, is there anything we can do? Supposedly, they offered Felipe more money. He agreed, but he wanted to change the time limit. Now, Gordon says that he was okay. He would understand if Felipe uh, wanted to, to reschedule, but he did not want to do a 30-minute match. Like, that was the thing he was adamant about. He was like, look, cancel the match. We'll do this at another time. And I do believe this. I believe Gordon was okay with cancer. He just does not want to do because he knows with his style and with the level of a guy like Felipe, he's going to need more than 20, 30. Um, you know, it's this time it took him 45 minutes before he finally broke through. I mean, even their first match, um, I mean, it took Felipe 45 minutes to sub Gordon. So this is just one of those matches. These guys are so technically good. They, they need a lot of time, and Gordon knows that. And he wants to put a stamp on this ride. He wants to submit Felipe. Felipe's got one over him. He wants to get that back. So he says, I I'm sure he's like, hey, 
I'll reschedule the match, but we are not changing the rule set. Well, whatever happened, you know, they get Felipe out there, and you see Felipe at around the 30-minute mark go to one of the big guys at Flow, and he says something, you know, and it's kind of the first glimpse of Felipe wilting. Now, did he wilt because of, um, you know, the pressure Gordon was put on him? Because Gordon was in control of that match. Now, Felipe had some really good moments, but come on. Let's be honest. Gordon was in control of that match. He had um, some really, really intense pressure. And anytime it was on the feet, you could tell that Gordon was better on the feet. He got a, hit a couple of really nice takedowns. And you just kind of got this feeling. It was just a matter of time before Gordon wore Felipe down, passed his guard, and then submitted him. And that happened right around that 45-minute mark. We kind of see Felipe give up. And then Felipe just verbally taps once Gordon passes his guard. And it left us all very unsatisfied. Felipe gets the mic. He is emotional. He says some negative things about Gordon Ryan. And then Gordon gets on the mic and was like, hey, like I had actually planned on saying some really nice things about Felipe because I understand one of his best friends died. Rest in peace, Leander Lowe. But you know, this guy is a trash bag, you know, and then he goes into how Felipe is a terrible person. So the beef just gets even deeper. At ADCC, we see Felipe lose in the semifinals to Nicky Rod. And I was disappointed. I really think ADCC missed a chance to see Gordon really walk away. I mean, he walked away as the star of that weekend made history but at the same time I would have really liked to have seen him really put an extra stamp like if he had beaten Felipe in ADCC rules now we have their two and two one no time limit sub only match which obviously again ended for Gordon in a really weird unsatisfying way with making him quit and I know Gordon's kind of been like look it was satisfying that's the most embarrassing way to quit I hear you but at the end of the day nothing is more satisfying than getting that true submission. And if he would have taken Felipe's back, trapped his hand, and submitted him, or if he would have arm tried, or however he would have finished him, he knows like that would have been Felipe took that away from him. And so if we could have seen that rematch in ADCC rules, um, it, it just it would have been nice. And then having that match with Nicky Rod in the finals. But anyways, Nicky Rod beats Felipe, and we're left two to one. Now I've told you guys I was pretty disappointed in Felipe's performance at ADCC. I didn't think he looked bad, but I didn't think, I just thought he looked unmotivated. Like he looked unmotivated. It looked like he didn't have a serious training camp. It looked like he didn't take it seriously. But after this match, you can tell leading up to this rematch, he has been working his butt off. He has been training very, very hard. Now, the trash talk has remained pretty consistent. You know, I don't think either guy has crossed the line. Gordon, you know, obviously going after the, well, you quit, you're a quitter. Felipe just quits. And, you know, I think it's kind of funny how he goes after him for losing to Ty Rotolo, which I feel like was a really bad loss for Felipe. Um, he loses to Ty Rotolo in the absolute semifinals, a, or absolute quarterfinals, excuse me. And, I mean, I love Ty Rutolo, but he had no business beating Felipe Pena on that day. But 
he's been going after uh, Gordon Ryan has been going after Felipe Pena, you know, just making fun of him, you know, doing this thing where he makes posts about him and makes fun of his body, how it's he's not as ripped and yada, yada, yada. Right. Well, out of nowhere. Yesterday. We get news that Gordon Ryan has pulled out of this match. Now, I first saw it on um, Felipe Pena's Instagram. I don't follow Flo, um, and I saw on Felipe's, it just popped up. I just checked Instagram, middle of the day. Uh, I just got done training, just kind of just sat down to eat, pulled up Instagram just to, you know, get a little food, a little bit of relaxation time, and I'm like, oh, my God, wait, whoa. Gordon Ryan's pulled out of this match? And we see the screenshots of Gordon messaging Felipe. And I got to say, like, Gordon behind the scenes, like, you'll see some of these messages he sends, or, like, people talk about him. Like, he is, seems like a pretty reasonable guy. Like, the message he sent Felipe was very it was well written. It was, you know, understanding. It was like, hey, man, like, I know you want to, I want to fight you. You want to fight me. Um, I wish I could do this. I've tried everything to do this, but for the last week, I've just been deathly ill i'm having diarrhea and i'm super dehydrated I, I just i haven't been able to train i'm not able to compete saturday i know that you have sacrificed the last three months to go to atos and you've been training super hard and i respect that and i'm really really sorry and he gave him a very heartfelt like you know hey this sucks i'm sorry i understand that you, you know you've been working because he didn't have to do that um, he could have just told Flo Grappling, but again, he reaches out and just apologizes. We can set this up at another time. I hope they find you an opponent. I hope you still get paid. Well, Felipe just responds with, well, you made me fight against you when my best friend died. You're going to back out from a stomachache. And in fairness, any trash talk at this point directed at Gordon Ryan, is it's kind of fair game. You know, Gordon is the bad boy of jiu-jitsu. He is the Conor McGregor, but I would say he even goes like way deeper than Conor in the sense because Conor only does trash talk really. I mean, he'll do some Twitter stuff, but it's usually just when the mic's on him, right? Gordon is a lot more of, of a keyboard guy. Like he gets behind the keyboard and he just venomously attacks people. Now he obviously does it too on Mike, but I would say on Mike, he's a lot more reserved in the sense like a lot of his Mike stuff is just like they suck and I'm amazing. Like I'm the best guy. I train. I'm a professional. Like when you listen to him on Joe Rogan or you listen to these leads up on like who's number one or anything like that, like he's still like, no, these guys are nowhere near my level. They're not good. They don't really train. They don't train professionally. They go to the beach. They take vacations. I'm a professional. I'm the face of jujitsu. I'm the best. No one's even close. But when he gets behind, like in, on on Instagram, he's just he's a lot more. He's a lot more savage, is what I should say. And so don't get don't hear me wrong. You know, Gordon is still like he believes in himself, as he should. He has done things in the sport no one else has done. Uh, but at the same time, you know, when he's on the mic. I would say just again, he's a little bit more respectful in, the, in a sense that he's usually just going to say like they suck and they're not very good where, you know, on Instagram, he'll go a little bit more personal. <laughs> um, but anyways, so we see Felipe, we see Flo, but we haven't heard a response from Gordon Ryan. And a few hours later, Gordon responds on his Instagram and he comes out, you know, he kind of breaks it all down and he, you know, 
lets everybody know his situation and that, you know, he just feels terrible. And he says it's not related to his past stomach issues, that he's actually just ill. He's got a, a virus, um, a very intense virus, but that he's going to be fine. And, yeah, he'll, he'll be back to 100% um, once this thing passes. But it was pretty interesting because he kind of threw a little shade at Flow Grappling because he said that he pulled out of this match two days ago. So we find out about this yesterday, Thursday. He says he pulled out on Tuesday, that he did everything he could over the weekend. He did IVs. He was resting, and he just can't do this match. You know, he states that he's, like, struggling to walk upstairs, and he's, like, cramp. His muscles are cramping. He's so dehydrated from, you know, just diarrhea and all of that. You know, he just hasn't been able to, to really take care of himself. And he's kind of like, look, Flo told me to not say anything, but I said, hey, please let me know before you announce this and tell Felipe so I can make a post explaining myself. And then he's like, well, Flo didn't do that. And he's like, they handled another situation great again, like great job, Flo. So I thought that was interesting that he threw a little shade at them. And I think a lot of athletes kind of behind the scenes have some things to say about Flo. It just seems like they're not the most professional group to work with. But this is about Felipe versus Gordon, not Flo grappling. So let's get back to this topic at hand. Felipe, obviously very upset and rightfully so. You got to think about it. This guy has spent the last three months training for one guy. He doesn't really have much else to accomplish in Nogi. He's talked about moving on to MMA, which I don't know. I, he's not a guy I would buy his stock in MMA. Like, I think he could do all right, but I definitely don't see him as, like, a future champion type. Like, not like Gilbert Burns. I don't see him having, like, Gilbert Burns success. I could see him doing, again, well, but I don't see him, like, as a top, definitely not, like, top 15 in the UFC. I think he, I think he would do much better if he went to one, uh, one championship. But anyways, he has nothing else to accomplish in grappling. Except he knows deep down. He Yes, he competed with the death of his friend on his mind and everything. But he knows that his legacy is tainted a little bit with that loss to Gordon. Quitting like that and then getting on the mic, it just it wasn't a good look. And he wanted to get that back. And like I said, after his poor performance at ADCC, after um, you know he, he'd gotten... Uh, beat by Gordon. Gordon made him quit. Like he was coming into this match like it was his first time like doing ADCC. Like he had it seems like he had that level of motivation. And now that's over. Like he's going to fight Nicky Rod, so Nicky Rod's replacement, which is pretty funny, especially with the beef that that has just started between Gordon and Nicky Rod that that's been really been coming out the past couple weeks. It's funny that Nicky Rod's kind of saving the day for Gordon, uh, just stepping in for him. But he doesn't want to fight Nicky Rod. Like, what does a match with Nicky Rod do? Like, yeah, Nicky Rod beat him at ADCC, but I, Nicky, beating Nicky Rod doesn't do anything for Felipe's legacy. The only match that really matters to him was that Andre Galvao match that he lost. And then um, a couple years ago at 2019 ADCC Super Fight, and then this Gordon match. Like, if he beat, somehow beat Gordon and went 3 1 on Gordon, he could truly retire from grappling and just focus on MMA for the next 5, 10 years. And he had done everything. Like, being 3 1 over Gordon would be insane. And even if he lost, he'd be 2 2. But he knows that he wanted to at least, like, give his best shot to beat Gordon Ryan. But now he did this camp for Nicky Rod. And again, Nicky Rod's on his way up, but who cares? You know, Nicky Rod's record's not 
that impressive. I think he's looked really, really good over the past like six months with his EBI performance and then ADCC performance. But it's not like Nicky Rod's on this. I mean, Gordon Ryan's won like 60 matches in a row. Nicky Rod's like, what, uh, 20 and 14 as a black belt or competing at black belt. He's not a black belt yet, but in the top level competition, you know, he's got a winning record. But again, it's not like he's you know like undefeated or any or like on like a 20 fight win streak so this match is interesting but at the same time i'm not going to be watching now do i think gordon ryan is telling the truth this is the question i've had a lot of you guys ask some of you guys are like please like i had people messing with me last night like do a podcast real quick like break this down uh but it was pretty late i wanted to take a little time to kind of gather my thoughts about this situation. Here's what I think. There is no way in hell Gordon Ryan is scared of anybody on this earth. He's just not. He's the best grappler right now. I mean, yes, he didn't have the best performance against Nicky Rod in his last match, but at the same time, he still won. He knows that that was really just came down to it being an EBI-only match. If it's no time limit, Gordon Ryan is as confident as you can be. He is not worried about Felipe Pena. Now, do I think that Gordon is dealing with a lot right now? I think he is. I think the pressure has never been higher. So here's what you guys got to think about, right? Emotionally, I think Gordon is a little bit of a wreck right now. I think there's a lot of stress in his life. He's just had some tough life things happen. Now, this is pretty much all due to his own doing, so I'm not saying I feel sorry for the guy, but at the same time, I think a lot of this extra stress with this beef with his old friends, just think about this. You have a bunch of teammates, your brother included, leave you, right? You guys agree it's a bad split. I don't care what anybody is. This was a bad split. This is not fake. These guys do not like each other. All these guys that you thought were your friends. You know, I remember when he started training with Craig and Nicky Rod. He's kind of doing the same thing with Giancarlo and um, and with Marigali and those guys. Like, I mean, like, hey, these guys are my brothers. Like, Gordon, to me, seems like he's pretty loyal and like he roots for his friends. And so I think it hurt him a lot when they all left. When the whole team leaves and it's because of you, like, I'm sure it hurt him. They agreed to not talk about it publicly, but now all this is finally coming out. He's got all these emotions about it. He'd been kind of biting his tongue over the past year where, again, it's B-team had said some passive-aggressive things about Gordon, but nothing ever too crazy until the Nicky Rod, hey, he's only good because he does steroids line. And so I think Nicky Rod, or excuse me, I think Gordon just like probably dealing with a lot of like extra stress, extra pressure, you know, he's going after all these guys. And you got to realize, like, what that does to you. When you're that stressed and you're dealing with that much stuff, like, it probably compromises the immune system. He's got this match with Felipe coming up. He's getting attacked by his old team. He's attacking his old team. He's going super hard at these guys that he considered friends. And, again, one of them's his brother. He's looking at Craig Jones post pictures with his arm around Nicky Ryan. He's seeing Nicky Rod doing the whole natty thing. Um, he's watching Craig. Like, he's just... He, he's 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 going through it right now mentally, you know. And Gordon's a guy; he's always shown like he he doesn't handle things the best emotionally, is what I would say. You know, if somebody comes at him, he's coming at them five times harder. 
Now, right or wrong, that's just what he does. And I'm sure all of that, plus trying to train through this match. I mean, he, dude, that 30-minute round, um, I saw Flow post. Uh, I watched, was watching some of the, the Flow videos of Gordon rolling with Marigali and Luke, like Luke Griffith. Like, Jesus. Like, that looked like an insane training session. And so you got to realize, when you're pushing yourself that hard, he's getting ready for this match. Ah, I'm sure he probably caught a really nasty stomach virus. And so... I assume, like, it does seem like weird timing. And now, here's the thing. This is what a lot of people are saying, especially a lot of people that hate Gordon Felipe and then a lot of people that just don't like him. They're like, look, he just posted a video of him eating at (laughs) Brennan Schaub's food truck. He's eating, like, double cheeseburgers and french fries and everything. And then a couple days ago, he posts, like, that his stomach doctor is, like, the best stomach doctor in the world. And he's like, if you have stomach issues, you need to go see this guy out in L.A. And then a couple days ago, he posts this thing about dinner party. And all, look, I hear you. My man, he's living his life. I really think this is probably a completely different scenario. Uh, I'm sure he probably has a really nasty virus. He's probably, I mean, with all the issues he's had over the past five years, he's got to be definitely at higher risk of catching something because his immune system is obviously shown that it's not the best. And so with all this extra stress and obviously all this really hard training, I'm telling you, you go watch that round with Marigali and Luke Griffith. Like, nah, that's just a snippet of this training camp. Like, dude, like, that's that's as intense as training gets. And he catches something. He's <laughs> telling us he's got diarrhea for, like, you know, five days. Now, I think Gordon's a bit of an exaggerator. So, you know, do I believe he's, like, having diarrhea every 20, 30 minutes, like, I'm sure he's in a really bad spot is what I'm saying because I know Gordon would show, because he's just done it in the past. Gordon's shown up in the past with a broken hand and with those stomach issues, and he's competed, and he's done very well. And so he's only pulled out a couple of times. He's not a guy that's, like, known for pulling out. He's a guy that likes to have matches. He likes to stay active. So, yeah, I believe somewhat like it's not that he's scared of Felipe now some people think that it could be due to the ankle that Nicky Rod popped people are like well let's be honest it's really because you're still injured from Nicky Rod breaking your foot and there is no way in hell that's true like I said if you watch that Marigali like when he's wrestling Marigali and they had that scramble like there is no way Gordon Ryan has a broken foot from the movements that he was doing in that training session. So let's stop with all of that craziness. Now, what's next, man? Because this puts the sport like it kind of delays Felipe if he wants to transition to MMA and still wants to have this match with Gordon. Like he knows if he has a match, like he has to dedicate his life to beating Gordon Ryan. Past the point where he was bigger and more experienced and had that advantage. Like, no, like at this point, him and Gordon are the same size, and Gordon's just technically better than he is. So he's going to have to have his best performance of his life to beat this version of Gordon Ryan. So that kind of puts his life on hold a little bit if he wants to really, you know, go 3 1 up on Gordon, if he wants to have this match again. Now, Gordon, this to me doesn't really affect him. With what he did at ADCC, winning and beating Andre Galval the way he did, and then going through the division like that, I mean, really, there's not a lot to say about the guy. 
He doesn't pull out of matches a lot. So to me, it's like just get better, take another match with somebody. But if this match doesn't happen, you're going to have to kind of settle for at least right now being 2-1 down to Felipe Pena, which I know will probably drive him crazy a little bit. Now, how upset will Gordon be? He's got to feel, though, he's kind of put himself and backed himself into a corner now where half of the top competitors in the world, maybe more, hate him. And so he has all this extra pressure when he goes out there to beat these guys. Think about all the dudes he has beef with. He has beef with, like, most of the, the most iconic guys in the sport right now, whether it's the Felipe Pena. He had that whole thing with Andre Galvao. The Rutolos have called him out. He's gotten the whole B team now. Like, B team's going at him. I mean, have you guys seen the stuff Craig's been posting? Craig's finally, like, you know, after Gordon said some things about him now, Craig's finally taking his muzzle off, and he's starting to go at him. I mean, he did the whole Miata thing uh, where he won, you know, Gordon Ryan's Miata, and he's got Gordon's book in his hand. He's kind of, he's just going after him. And so he's got all these enemies now all around him. And I, I just, I wonder... Because Gordon's always been, to me, one of like the mentally strongest guys out there competing. He's just always performed very, very well. Yeah. He, he's just... Think about a time. When was the last time you saw a poor Gordon Ryan performance? I mean, in the past five years, there's, there's maybe two or three matches where Gordon didn't perform to his best or that you know he didn't perform as well as I thought he was. And usually that was due to the other guy not engaging that much. I mean, when I think about his Dylan Dennis match or obviously this match that just happened with Nicky Rod, like it really just came down to his opponents being cagey, being difficult for him to get a hold of, and he didn't hold the wrestling advantage at that time. Well, I'm saying that with Nicky, uh, excuse me, with, uh, with obviously Nicky Rod, he didn't want to wrestle with him. And then with Dylan Dennis, he wasn't the wrestler that he is now. If Gordon had the skill that he had now in that match against Dylan Danis, I mean, he would have embarrassed Dylan. But he just wasn't, he was better at wrestling in 2019, but he still wasn't as competent as he is today. So I think uh, he's got a lot of pressure going into these matches, and he deals with pressure very, very well. He's a guy that's, you know, he talks a lot, but he generally backs it up. He almost always backs it up. So what will we see from him next? I do not know. As I just, uh, as I said a, a few minutes ago, I'm not as intrigued with Nicky Rod versus Felipe Pena. I feel like Nicky Rod still doesn't have the skill to submit the best guys. We got to remember Nicky Rod hasn't been training that long in submission grappling. He's been a longtime grappler, but submissions are still not the best part of his game. And I don't think he has, especially if we're doing like a 30-minute WNO match, I do not think he has the game to tap Felipe Pena. I think he can stifle Felipe. I think he can pass his guard. I think he could win a decision. But I just don't see a path where he submits Felipe. I could be wrong. And to me, any time where I'm thinking that the guys are going to kind of edge each other out, because um, I think Felipe is going to have a really tough time dealing with the physicality of Nicky Rod. I mean, we saw that in that ADCC match. Now, this is obviously a motivated Felipe, so maybe we might see the best Felipe performance we've seen in years because he's just fired up. And I think in his mind, like you see him already starting to like go, well, this is a win for me now. I made Gordon quit, which, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, I understand. 
I mean, with what the things that Gordon's come out and said about Felipe, I mean, he, he I definitely don't feel sorry for Gordon. And, <laughs> and I understand all the guys coming at him right now, calling him a baby and, you know, mocking him and all that stuff. Because, I mean, he goes at people pretty hard. So you kind of expect that. Whenever he falters, like, people are going to come at him hard. So we could see the best Felipe performance ever. So maybe Felipe, I mean, the only way I could see him beating Nicky Rod would be taking his back and choking him. But it's just not a match I'm that excited for. So that's what I got to say about this situation, guys. Um, Till next time. Peace.